episode 117. Thank you all for listening to episode 116, a heartbreaking super kick party. I'm Gray here with my co-host, Parrot Nelson. Parrot Nelson, the ganja parrot. How was your uh, weekend, Parrot? Uh, it was a it was a uh, good weekend. Uh, we had a great time uh, doing the farm tour. Yes, we did. Uh, had a show cancel on us, but it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, they could have done that differently, but we good thing is we get to go back in uh, October. Yeah, hopefully. Make up. We got Justin on the Twitter with us. We had a good time. Did yeah. you have fun? Yeah, you know I had a you know I had yeah a blast. we always have Wisconsin treated us pretty well. Um, Ohio was great. They were the best. Ohio is the best, as always. As always, they are the best. We enjoy Ohio, and uh, that's why we live here. So, thank you to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter. It's Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, the first and primary sponsor of OTL Sports Podcast. Check out Brandon over there in White House. Check out the website, allwear.com. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Call him, 419-704-704. 5471 serves the Toledo and surrounding area and not. Am I spinning? Nope. No, you are. Uh, try again. There we go. Ooh, so that we are. I'm gonna get. That's like South Carolina. No, we're gonna be in Florida somewhere. We are. Bahamas? Nassau, Bahamas. Beautiful place. So, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care serves the Toledo and surrounding area and not Nassau, Bahamas. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to Verizon, Tim at Verizon. Verizon is a true technology business partner who helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for the company. Go to their website, verizon.com. Get in touch with the sales rep in your area. And remember... At Verizon, they do not wait for the future. They build it. Thank you to Cassandra PNC. Visit her at the White House branch or give her a call, 419-877-0634. She can help you with all your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, personal banking. She's there to help. Thank you to Steve at Savage & Associates. Savage & Associates can help you with your financial needs, investment needs. Uh, They can help with insurances, anything Medicare-related, any type of insurance on the open market, healthcare.gov. Check them out. Get in touch with Steve over at Savage & Associates. And if he can't help you, he will steer you in the right direction to somebody who specializes in those services. And last but not least, thank you to Connell Barrett at datingtransformation.com. Jake, how you doing with the ladies nowadays? Um, I'm doing pretty solid still, so I, I haven't tried it out yet. Haven't tried it out yet? Well, you know, it, for those that do try it, I'm sure you have friends out there that could read. I think a read. Reed could probably use it. You know what? I think I think, I think Reed would be perfect for that. He know? would. And we could see that he could help anybody. If we can get Reed to join up with him, and maybe he can learn some game because he has none. That, that would prove uh, that would prove his point correct. Yeah, and you know you can get in touch with Connell. He will go ahead and he will do a quote. He will do a he will set up with you and have a consultation meeting and decide if it's best for you. So again, datingtransformation.com. It can help you out with the ladies. Get with him. He can show you what it's like to say hello if you're introverted. He can tell you how to talk to ladies, the proper things to say, how not to be an idiot. Again, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. All right, random topic for the day. I put this in here because I thought of you. Now, granted, you are more than 21 years of age right now, but I'm sure you have seen 
that on October 17th, the law changes and you will have to be 21 years old to buy tobacco products and vape products in Ohio on October 17th. What are your thoughts? You know, to be honest, I kind of like that. Um, I mean, if you can't buy alcohol, you don't need to be smoking cigarettes. You don't need to be vaping. They're doing it to keep it out of the hands of kids in high schools. and uh, smart. It is smart, you know. I mean, maybe if they would have changed that law before, I mean, five, six years ago, ten years ago, there'd be a lot less people or there wouldn't have that problem in schools like they have, I know. And there'd be less uh, young adults smoking right now. Yeah, and I agree with you. You know, it, it. I was happy when we could buy stuff when we were 18. But, you know, now when in hindsight and looking back, now that I'm in my 30s, I look back like, you know, that, that makes sense to, for it to be 21. I mean, it's hard to believe back in the day that alcohol, you could purchase that when you were 17, you know, 18 years old. It's crazy. So nowadays, it, it, you can see the effects. And with smoking, I mean, we know how terrible it is for you. And unfortunately, I have the problem of smoking here and there. But uh, it is what it is, and you like vapes, so. Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is at this point. I mean, like I said, if the, if the laws were different, you know, 10 years ago, maybe me and you wouldn't be doing this. Yeah, I highly doubt, doubt it, it, though. We probably still would be. Bad kids. Yeah, we are bad kids, aren't we? Yeah, Dad. Sorry, son. So, Justin on the Twitter gave us a question. Uh, he asked about the Fair Play Act. You know, and Justin, and how he worded it, I got to get back to his 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 question here. What are your thoughts on the Fair Play Act? Will it bring about any change? So, some people probably don't know what the Fair Play Act is. So, you can can you tell us what that is, Jake? Yeah. So, uh, so California Senate Bill Two Hundred Six, which is the more common commonly referred to as the Fair Pay to Play Act, now makes it illegal for California universities to revoke an athlete's scholarship or eligibility for taking money. Under that new law, schools will not pay athletes, but athletes can hire agents to seek out business deals for them. So essentially, you can have, you can sign endorsement deals in college, and that is, that in my opinion, makes it one step closer to bringing back NCAA football. So they can't be paid by the schools. No. But they can sign, like, endorsement deals. Right, so like... Like Zion, yeah, when he, he was in college, could have signed with Nike. Yeah, he could have signed that deal in college, and he could have been making that money in college. So that's huge. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's a great step forward for the NCAA. I mean, I, these uh, athletes bring in so much money. Here, here, here's a key limitation: a college athlete cannot sign a contract with a company for the use of their name, image, or likeness if it would conflict with a school sponsorship. For example. An athlete couldn't sign a contract to wear and promote Adidas sneakers if he or she's school already has an agreement with Nike. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, they don't want to be, I mean, hurting their other sponsors' feelings. You know, they don't want to. And do you think do you think other states will follow suit? I hope so. You know, I think I think California is going in the right direction. I really do hope more states follow through with this. I think it's uh, good for the athletes, and I think it's good. I think it's good for everyone involved, to be honest. Do you think that with this, that more people are going to go to California schools, like more of your stud athletes? I can see it now. You know, I didn't think about it like that. You know, but I can see. Watch USC start getting big again. Watch, you know, UCLA. UCLA. You know, Stanford. Stanford, yeah, you could see more of these Pac-12 schools out there uh, doing much better in their recruiting. 
I, w- I would be intrigued to see. I mean, I, I would see UCLA and USC potentially getting more athletes that are prominent because they want that money now like they know they can get it. They're going to get paid, and they're going to – what they'll do is, now that we see this limitation here, they're going to see what the deals are, and they're going to go from there. So, Right, because, um, I mean, depending on UCLA, I mean, what, USC's Nike – if, I believe. I mean, yeah. I mean, if it, as long as it stays like that, you know, if someone has potential to shoot, you know, deal with Adidas or Under Armour, they're not gonna. They'll probably shy away from it, though. You know. Right. So it could go, you know, either way in that sense. Now, do you? Now, I had to ask you: Have you answered any trivia questions correct? Yeah, I have two points. I think. Oh, two with the asterisks. Okay. Here, you want to put that plate over there? I think I can handle that. All right. So here we go. With the MLB playoffs coming up and the Yankees back in there, they had an impressive run making the playoffs from 2001 to 2007. How many World Series did they win during that run? Three. You probably know this. Yep, I do. And I'm typing to him right now. I'm giving him... Giving him statistics. I just, and Jake said three. So I said none. They won in 96, 98, 99, 2000. Lost to Arizona in 01 and won in 2009. <laughs> I'm a Yankees fan, so of course I'm going to know that. Well, yeah, I figured you know that. I figured that. So asterisk point for me. Yay, yay, it's my birthday. Well, you know your team, Gary. LOL, nice job. Uh, yes, I'm a, a big Yankees fan. So we got to find out. I got to go. We'll have to give us our. I don't know. See, he he moved all these papers, and I don't know where our points are. Well, I know that I used a pizza box last week, but my point should have been. He says you have one. Oh, well, there you go. I have one. You have one, and uh, today it's one to zero. Me. Here's the next question coming from Jeremy from There's uh, No Crying in Trivia featuring Jeremy. All right, here we go. There are only two NFL non-kickers who have played over 300 games in their careers. One point for each correct. So I'll type mine, and then you can say yours. All so right? non-kickers that have played over 300 games. Correct. Uh, that's tough. you got to think about... All right, I got mine. After you type yours. Um... Let's see here. All right, go ahead. I would say Tom Brady and Witten. Tom Brady and Jason Witten. I said Tom Brady and Brett Favre. So I think Brett's right. Tom, I think that he's close because he's been – it's a lot of games. Well, since 01, at least. Yeah, but he was out that one entire year. Brett Favre and Jerry Rice. Damn. So I get one. I'm going to ask him, how close is Tom? How close is Tom Brady? Tom Brady. He has to be getting up there. He has to be. I would have never... uh... 
forgot about Brett Favre, honestly. You have beautiful singing. Get my Led Zeppelin and walk in in the park just the other day. All right, so he's typing. Let's see what he has. Jerry Rice. I don't know why I didn't think. He didn't come to mind at all. 274 for Brady. So he, Yeah, he's right there. I he's mean, close. He'll get A couple there. seasons. He'll get there. Yeah. He'll never retire. No, he's going to be 100 and still playing. As long as he's still winning Super Bowls. Think he's going to win another Super Bowl? I think he'll I think he'll win more than one, honestly. I think he'll win a few more. Yeah, dude, he's insane. Because you know, every time people say oh, they're not winning no more, what do they do? They win. win. They go win another Super Bowl. Tom Brady wins another well, he has, Super he has, Bowl. He has six, right? Mr. Brady? Yeah. He does. So he has, he has just as many as the Steelers have as a franchise. Correct. Well, so did the Patriots only have six Super Bowls. He, he is the franchise. Exactly. All right, Mike Conley, former Buckeye, is a jazz member now. Name the only other three Ohio State Buckeyes in the NBA and what team they are on. Oh, my. Ooh, one point for each name and team combo. Man. We've got to think about this. I know one, but I don't know who he plays for now. Uh, oh, man. I know. Well, did... Man, I only know one. I don't know who he plays for, though. Let me see. I know two of them. I just gotta. So Mike Conley, he said. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Right. Mike Conley. Good question. Good question, Aguado. First, I'd establish a motive. Would you establish a motive? Dude, I'm stumped right now. Do you have your answer? Yeah, I have the... I mean, Evan Turner. Where's he at? That's a problem. He... I would... He's out west somewhere, I think. Portland. That's where he was, so you're going to be wrong. Damn. I got Evan Turner with Atlanta, and then remember, Marcus Russell. Golden State, right? Um, or Demarcus Russell thinking of oh, sh- <laughs> Jamar <laughs> D'Angelo Russell, D'Angelo, Golden State, yeah. yes. Sure. And I don't know the other one. I forgot. Oh, Kata Bates, Diop, T Wolves. Fuck. Damn, I didn't even get a half point. <laughs> All right, so thank you, Jeremy. So I got what one, two, three with the Yankees, and then four for uh, Brett Farbre. Brett Five, Brett Five. All right. Well, speaking of Tom Brady, that fun fact that came on uh, ESPN. Are you talking about the Bills thing? Oh no, I'm gonna say. uh, So Tom Brady has been wearing the same pair of shoulder pads since he was a freshman at Michigan, and that is longer than I've been alive in 1995. 
That's absolutely insane. The same pair of shoulder pads since 95. So would you wear the same shoulder pads since, uh, I don't know, your college days? I mean, something's working for them, obviously. I mean, they're definitely broke in. Right. Totally agree. All right, so we're going to go into NASCAR. I'm sure you did not watch the NASCAR race at the Roval. So Brandon's guy, Chase Elliott, his driver, not his driver for the week, but Chase Elliott, his buddy, won. Bowman was second, Harvick third, Boyer fourth, Kozowski fifth, William Byron sixth, Truex Jr. seventh, who won the first two races, Blaney eighth, Jimmy Johnson ninth, Joey Logano was tenth. So to update our standings, when I clicked into football, I didn't click into NASCAR, so I need to click into our NASCAR picks. Uh, let's see. I had Kurt Busch, who finished 20th. Thank God, because he was in 35th for the longest time. Bear had Blaney, who was 8th. And Brandon had Boyer, who was 4th. So currently, the point standings. Brandon with 417. I am now 10 behind at 427. I was 6 ahead, now I'm 10 behind. And then 443 for Bear. So he is 26 points ahead of Brandon. Averages 14.4, 14.7. 15.3. Who do you think is going to win this in the end? Oh, me? Yeah, between uh, me and the other two guys. I mean, I hope you win. I mean, if I can't win, I hope you win. Thanks, man. Much obliged. I mean, I got I to gotta give it to the second best, you know. <laughs> Thanks, Dick. Hey, you know, you were not in NFL or NASCAR this week. Yeah, so. No, no, hold no. on, hold on. Let me finish. You I, won. I won both. Yeah, that, that's fine. You know what? When we got, we got home. Dude, so- I was in last. The entire race Were until you? like 50 laps left and I won. I'm like, how the fuck did I win? Dude, I had no idea. When I dropped you off at your house at like 3 a.m. Sunday morning, I went home, didn't fall asleep till about 11 o'clock. So I went 11 a.m. So I went hunting, came back. I think I made it maybe about an hour and a half and I was out. I didn't move. I didn't see any football on Sunday. Didn't see any of the NASCAR race. I forgot to do both. No, it's all good. So but I'll get you next week. It's all good. Maybe. So the eight guys that are left. So we, we want to talk about the four guys that are now gone. So Ryan Newman is gone. Eric Almarola is gone. Eric Jones is gone. Kurt Busch, gone. Four guys that are gone. So now we have left Kyle Busch, who's in the lead currently. Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Joy Logano, Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott, Brad Keselowski, Kyle Larson, Alex Bowman, Ryan Blaney, William Byron, and Clint Boyer. So it's good to see the young Hendrick guys, which is Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman, and William Byron are still in the final eight, three out of eight drivers. And Jimmy Johnson, that's the other driver, and he didn't make the playoffs. First time in his career. Well, I mean, that's not good for Jimmy, but that's good for the uh, other three drivers. It's good for the young guys, right? Yeah, I mean, that's great for them, Uh, building the confidence up. So they, they do have some work to do, though, okay? So we've got 12 guys left. So Kyle Busch is in the lead by five points over Truex because they reset the points. Hamlin's 16 out. Logano, 17 out. Harvick, 18 out. Chase Elliott, 22 out. Brad, 22 out. Kyle Larson is 40 out. Bowman, 41 out. Blaney, 42 out. Byron, 45 out. And Clint Boyer, 46 out. So we got some time, man. I don't know. So what do you think happens? I mean, how many races are left? Uh, there's going to be three, and then they cut it down to eight because there's there's 12 guys. They'll cut it down to eight, and then there's three more races, and they'll cut it down to four, and there's one race with the four guys for the title. 
honestly, I think I think Kyle Busch stays in the league and will pull it out. But if I'm not going with Kyle Busch, I would honestly I think Truex. I mean, if when yeah, I when I've picked Truex this year, I mean, he's been solid. I mean, from what I've seen, he's been pretty solid all year, um, pretty consistent. So right. So we can go into baseball now. So last night, did you see how the Nationals beat the Brewers on the air? I did not. There was a hit and an error, and they ended up winning by one. So knock the Brewers out, and the Nationals are in. So the Nationals are going to L.A. to play Los Angeles this weekend, game one. Or this week, actually. Game one's on Thursday. So it's tomorrow. And then um, tonight we got, what, Tampa Bay at Oakland at 8.09. Yep. And that's then winner of that's going to Houston. And then uh, the Yankees are going to be playing game – I think they're going to be Saturday. Or they might even be Friday. Because game one, uh, St. Louis at Atlanta is Thursday, so tomorrow at 5, and then Washington at L.A. 8.30. And then on Friday, Houston is playing the winner of the wild card game. And then, of course, you got uh, the Yankees and the Twins. So, any predictions? Man, I, Houston's been hot. You know, they got hot at a good time. And it's Friday. Sorry, it's Friday at 7.07 for the Yankees. I think I think it'll come down to Houston. I think two Houston, o'clock for Houston. Houston, the Yankees are looking good right now. I, I in think the AL, in the AL, that's who I got. I think Houston. I think Houston beats. Who pulls AL. it out tonight? Well, by the time this is released, the Tampa Bay and Oakland game will be over, so it doesn't matter. Um, so you got Yankees against Houston. What about on the NL? You've got Braves against St. Louis. Who wins that? I want to root for the Braves so bad. I'm. I, I got to root for the Braves in that series. Okay, and then Dodgers and Nationals. Rooting for the Dodgers. So Dodgers. Right. I want Dodgers and uh, Braves. I want to see how that. Dodgers, plays Braves, out. and then Yankees, Astros. Who you yeah. got in the World Series then? Braves, Astros. That's what Bears pick was. Yep, Braves, Astros. Astros over Braves in six point nine. I've got, uh, of course. What's mine say? Yankees over Dodgers in six. I'm sticking with it. You're sticking with it. Yeah, Yankees. Uh, they're going to beat the Twins. I say three games to one. They're going to go seven against Houston. Uh, Braves are going to win three games to two over St. Louis, and I, I think the Dodgers are going to sweep Washington. And then they're going to go to seven games. Uh, Dodgers, I think, are going to beat Atlanta four to two. And then the World Series, you can see it right there, Yankees over Dodgers four games to I, two. I definitely think Yankees and uh, Astros goes into seven, but I think because Astros have home field, right. I, think, I think they pull that game seven out at home. That's why I think, Austro- I, I think, yeah. I think that's why I think Houston gets good. I'm just glad that the fucking Yankees didn't win home field and would have to play Cleveland. They suck against Cleveland in the playoffs every fucking year. Yeah. Hate it. Well, that's how the, the Tigers have always been. You can never beat the Indians. Right. So you do you did you did you watch any college football this past weekend? You were with me, so no. I was with you, so you know we didn't. I mean, we watched you know probably what five six minutes of the Michigan State game mm-hmm. when we got done setting stuff up. Yeah, they won a forty. They actually put up a forty spot on somebody, yeah. forty to thirty one against Indiana. Yeah, I mean the uh, Michigan State. Uh, they didn't. Uh, you know, they didn't play great, but they didn't do awful. You know, they didn't blow them out, or they didn't get blown out, you know. Right. They played a decent game, and, I mean, it was We close. saw Penn State earlier on that Friday beat Maryland 59 nothing. Yeah, they destroyed them. That was Arizona a- State beat number – so Arizona State, I don't feel bad about Michigan State losing to them now because they just beat Cal by 7 at Cal. Yeah, I did see that. Arizona State's played good this year, man. So they're 4-1. and one, So they lost to somebody in the Pac-12, probably some – oh, they only lost by 3 to Colorado. So, 
You know, they're four and one. They got Washington State this week. That's going to be tough. Then they go to Utah. It's, they got a tough schedule. Um, then Clemson, man. What the fuck happened to them? I, I know Mac Brown went for two. They didn't. They didn't and get that, it. you know, smart call. The play call was dumb as shit. Yeah, I mean, when you're in North Carolina and you're tied with, or you're what? Were they down by one? They're down by one. Went for yeah. two for the win, which is fine. I have no problem with yeah, that. Yeah, no. When you're in North Carolina and you're down by one, you have a chance to beat the number what one or two team in the country. You go for it. You're, you go for it for your school. You go for it for your players. You know your players want that. All the coaches want that. You got to give it a try. Don't agree with the play call whatsoever. Right. Um, I'm with you. But yeah, I mean, you normally see that when these smaller schools are keeping up with these top, you know, these power five schools. Um, usually at the end of the game, they're gonna they're gonna go and they're gonna go try to beat you. They, and they thought they were gonna they go into that thinking they're gonna lose. You know, they're right. they're in it at the end. They're gonna try to get that win. That can be the difference in you going to the playoff and not, you know? No, you're absolutely right. I, so. I completely agree. Um, what do you think? So, well, let's let's cover this week. So Alabama, this past week, Alabama beat Ole Miss by 28. Uh, Ohio State beat the shit out of Nebraska. It was 38 nothing in the second quarter. Yeah, that was nice uh, at the concert when uh, Luke came on stage. and 38 nothing Ohio State. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I enjoyed that. We uh, were both thinking that this could be the trap game like in previous years, but uh, proved not to be. I read an article today. Uh, uh, they were Nebraska started driving, and uh, Ryan Day called a defensive timeout. And I read an article saying uh, how coaches don't usually want to give the defensive timeouts. Right. But right after that timeout, Okuda got that interception, and from then on, it was they stopped them. They just destroyed them the whole game. Um, so good, good move on Day. I mean, I'm I'm liking his coaching so far. I'm liking the play calling. They're looking like a solid team this year. Solid. Yep. We'll see. They got a big test this week. Um, we'll see. Oklahoma beat the shit out of T-TAC. Uh, dude, Jalen Hurts might. He's looking more and more like the Heisman. Um, Auburn won 56-23. Wisconsin barely at home beat Northwestern by nine. A Northwestern team that was one and two going into the game. Yeah, I mean, after what Wisconsin last week beat well, It was 14-3 going into the fourth quarter. And then, you know, North, Northwestern put up 12 in the fourth, and then Wisconsin put up 10. Well, that shouldn't have been that close. But, I mean, last week Wisconsin beat the shit out of Michigan. Right. Notre Dame beat uh, Virginia by 15. And then Florida beat Towson, which you actually got the line right on that one. Good job. Look at that. Iowa beat beat up uh, Middle Tennessee. You had Washington, and that was part of our thing, beat up USC uh, 28-14. And then Michigan, they 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 covered. I didn't think they would. Fifty-two nothing. They definitely covered. So let's get into this this week. I will give the standings for last week and give the updated standings for this week. All right. So last week, Justin on the Twitter was our special guest. He went six and six. Not bad. Five hundred. I was six and six. Bear was six and six. And then you were seven and five. And Dub was eight and four. Or keeps dominating us. So killing it, man. He is. So he's got a four-game lead on Bear, and he's got a seven-game lead on me. What about me? You are fifteen and eight. All right, I'm gonna catch up. That's gonna be my goal. I'm gonna catch up to you guys. 
Well, how are you going to catch up when you call more games? Like, you're a, you're a few weeks behind. Yeah, I know. I'm just got to have better records than you consistently. Well, you got to have... Yeah, I can agree with it that. It can happen. I like know. it. It's a, long, it's a long year. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. All right. Georgia, minus 24.5 at Tennessee. Georgia covers that. Tennessee's shit this year. I agree. Michigan State. So, Ohio State versus Michigan State. They're at home. 20.5. Ohio, Ohio State's going to win. They'll cover that. They'll cover that, you think? Yeah, I think, I think they'll win. But either 21 at the minimum, but I think it'll be 35 probably. Oh, gosh. I don't think they went by that much. I think Ohio or uh, Michigan State, they play good against Ohio State almost every year, except the one year they got destroyed. I think it was last year or the year before. Um, I think they keep it closer. I think they lose by 20. Well, let me rephrase that. I think they keep it close till halftime, and I think – Second half, Ohio State. I think they've seen enough tape on fields and know how to pressure him and and get him in trouble, and then he'll readjust. I think 20 – I wouldn't be shocked if it's 20 or 21. 20 and a half sucks. Yeah, that's a a bad number. I'm going to go with Michigan State. Brandon went with Georgia, by the way, and he's got Michigan State. Okay. LSU versus Utah State, 26. Joe Burrow over here with LSU. What did you say the line was? I'm sorry. 26. 26. I'm gonna. I'll take LSU on that. I'm also taking LSU, and Brandon is taking Utah State. All right, Oklahoma, 35 against Kansas at Kansas. I'm taking Kansas. Oh, yeah, Kansas in the, in the spread right there. Are they that good? No, but I want to see their record. I want to. I want to. I want to go with Oklahoma right here. See, it's da- it's down. They're down to. It's actually down to 32. Because I put it when it opened. Um, see, they lost to TCU by f- 37. Hmm. Lost to West Virginia only by 5. Beat Boston College by 24. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. I think they'll cover. They were at TCU, lost by 5 at home. Yeah, you're going to stick with Kansas? Yeah. Dude, I just think Oklahoma is so freaking good. They are. 35 is a, a lot. But I'm going to go Oklahoma because I need to either go further away from Brandon or catch up. All right. All right. I like it. Auburn is at Florida and a three-point favorite. Auburn will cover that. I think so, too. So does Brandon. I think that's I think that's an easy cover. Granted, I could be wrong, as always, but give me that. All right. Wisconsin versus Kent State. Oh, Jesus. Wisconsin. Already? Yeah. I didn't even give you the line. If it's under 40, then I'll probably take it. 37. Yeah. I'll, I'll take Wisconsin right there. Let's 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 go up and check out Kent State, what they've done so far. See how their record is. Kent State, 2-2. Two 2-2 and two, two and two against the spread. They lost to Auburn at Auburn, 55-16. Lost to Arizona State by 23. And they just beat Bowling Green by 42. Bowling Green isn't that good the last few years of football either. But still surprising. Kind of state. Beat so they 39 points at Auburn. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, uh, you know what, I'll take Wisconsin too. Fuck it. All right, so now we have Notre Dame at home, 45.5-point favorite against Bowling Green, who is great. Man. 
<laughs> After we're just talking trash about that, I don't want to give that to Notre Dame. 45 points is a lot. 45 and a half is a lot. I'm going Bowling Green on the spread. You are? Yep. BG for you. For, uh, 45 points is a lot. Notre Dame's too iffy for me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm sticking with Notre Dame here. All right, Michigan at home to Iowa. Wait, wait, wait. What did Brandon say? Notre Dame. Okay. He actually took Notre Dame. I was surprised. He is a graduate of Bowling Green, but he took Notre Dame because he is a Notre Dame homer. So you've got Michigan at home at noon against Iowa. Five point favorite. Michigan's a five-point favorite. Iowa outright. I've got Iowa too, man. I think they do it. Michigan. Michigan's really inconsistent this year. Um, I think I was. Uh, I was been pretty solid. Uh, I think uh, I was got this outright. I think they win too. Yeah, I do too. All right. Uh, next, Toledo, three-point under or three-point favorite. Excuse me, versus Western Michigan. Always a tough game for them. You know, I'll take Toledo. Toledo got that. I will too, so will Brandon. And last but not least, Texas at West Virginia, 11 and a half. West Virginia. I'm going to take Texas along with Brandon. Okay. All right. Should be a good week. You know, usually I've told you the last, what is it, five years, whoever stuff I've won, Ohio State or Michigan State, that team, whoever stuff I've wore, they've lost. Well, who will you be wearing this Saturday? Uh, none. I am going to the walleye game, and you are too, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Is that a night game? Yeah. Of course it is. What's wrong with that? Ohio State plays at night. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to be down by the bar, so it's all right. Yeah, true. Yeah. Fuck it. What time does the walleye start? Seven? Yeah. So we're, we'll, be able, we'll have to watch it on our phones. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, Three weeks in a row without college football. But you know what? While I start again, I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be good. It's preseason, so it's actually not too bad. Hey, we'll, if, if, we'll if get that, to see the guys, and that, it'll be five bucks, general admission. If that game is uh, close, uh, third, fourth quarter, where you are, I'm leaving that while I, oh, I am go too. to the bar, and I'm watching the rest of that game, though. Yeah, we have barring, to. Barring it be close. Right. Correct. So, so we'll see what happens. All right. On to the NFL. So I, I saw this pretty good statistic. You will like this. I just got to find it in my phone. I found it pretty interesting. It gave the most probable Super Bowl matchups for the year. Okay. All right. The Bengals are the favorites, right? Yeah. So Super Bowl matchup. The greatest chance for a Super Bowl at 8% right now is who? New England. And? Kansas City. They're both in the AFC. Oh, duh. Oh, NFC. I don't know, honestly. Um, Saints. Cowboys. Rams. Really? Yeah, Rams just got beat by 15 in L.A. to Tampa. It was 55-40, wasn't it? That's true. That was an awful game. Cowboys lost by two at New Orleans to a backup quarterback. It is what it is, but they are 8%. uh, The most likely matchup. Second most likely matchup, what is it? That would probably be Chiefs and Cowboys. Chiefs Cowboys is the second rated. Oh. And then third is Patriots 49ers. Fourth is Patriots Rams. And fifth is Chiefs 49ers. 
49ers and Cowboys both up there. Tw- I don't see it with the 49ers. I, yeah, I don't see. I don't. I do not see the 49ers getting. To the I don't even. Bowl. I don't know if I see Dallas getting there, but you know, we'll see. There's a lot of season left. You don't. You, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I'd love to see Dallas in the Super Bowl. I'm not even a Dallas fan. I would love to see him in the Super Bowl too, but man, against the Chiefs or the Patriots, good fucking luck. Would you ever go see the Cowboys in the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, maybe in like 20 years when I'm retired and have more money. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I was wondering. All right, so this week I have not updated my list here for picks, so I'm going to have to type in Brandon's picks for NFL as we go. So, first game. Rams at Seattle. Man, uh, I think I'm gonna. The Rams are gonna bounce back this week. They got yeah, you're, they got embarrassed last week to Tampa Bay. They, Fifty-five points is is ridiculous in the NFL. Right. Um, so I, I'm with you, LA. Brandon took Seattle. That's not a bad pick though. Seattle's it's playing. Not. Seattle's played. They played well the past couple weeks. Chicago at Oakland. Chicago. I also have Chicago. Brandon has Oakland. Okay. All right. Next, Jacksonville at Carolina. Minshew. Minshew. Minshew mania. Jacksonville. So the first two games, Bear already has to make the pick. Hopefully he gets this in time. I know he's off on his cruise, but... Uh, Jacksonville is the first game that we all agree on. So Jacksonville, Arizona at Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm gonna pick against the Bengals this week, and they're gonna win. Watch, I'm gonna pick Arizona. Dude, I'm taking Arizona too. So is Brandon. Atlanta at Houston. Houston, Atlanta's looked like dog shit this year. Dude, they've looked awful, and I agree. I'm going with Houston. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. This could be an interesting game. This this could be an interesting game, but. I'm going to roll with the Bridgewater train. Uh, I think Seattle, or, uh, New Orleans has too many pieces. I'm going with the Saints. And you can hear me being click-happy over here typing it in. New Orleans over here as well. Minnesota at the Giants. At the Giants? Yes. I'm going to go New York. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Giants on this one. I'm going Minnesota because I think they bounced back from last week. Kirk Cousins looks like shit. Did you see that? meme that came out that said Andy Dalton is Kirk Cousins just with a shitty agent. I did not see that. That's fantastic. That is hilarious. That is funny. Yep, so you got the Giants. Brandon has the Giants. I'm taking Minnesota. Alright, so next game we've got Jets. J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets at Philly. Um, is Darnold back yet? No, I don't think. Oh, man. I'm still going to go with the Jets. Philly is just absolutely injury- Whole team's injured right now. I'm going to New York. I'm taking Philly. All right, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Baltimore. They uh, Cleveland got them last week. I think they'll bounce back. I agree. So does Brandon. Buffalo at Tennessee. Mm, I'm going to go with uh, Mariota in the Titans. Um, you know what? I think I will, too. Um, I'm going to go against Brandon. And we're, we're both going to take Tennessee. And he is taking Buffalo. All right, New England at Washington. Well, I'm going to go New England, but I hope Haskins has a good game this week uh, after that rough start last yeah, week. Yeah, three picks. 
rough Oof. start getting put in the Oof. game like that. He got he got a little messed up. Hopefully, uh, bounce back a little bit this week. Denver at the Chargers. Uh, Chargers. Green Bay at Dallas. Dallas. Is that a late game? It's like the four o'clock game. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna take Green Bay. You're gonna you're gonna regret that. I don't care. I I would rather them win and me be wrong. That's true. Good good point. All right, Indy at Kansas City. Indy doesn't look that bad this year. Ah, oh, Kansas City though. Yeah, Brandon. Oh, Brandon took Green Bay by the way. So podcast takes Green Bay. Uh, Kansas City for me and Brandon. Cleveland at San Francisco. I'm gonna roll with Cleveland again this week. Me too. Brandon three. So, I gotta highlight these games. So when I send this picture to Bear, that he can see. Whoops, I gotta undo that one. So he can see which games he needs to make the pick on. So it's important that he picks. So we've got Minnesota and the Giants. He's gotta pick one or the other. He's the pick for LA and Seattle, Oakland and Chicago. He is the pick. And then, uh, so we've got four games we disagree on, me and Brandon. We'll see what happens. Updated standings. So last week, Brandon was 8-6. and six. I was, or, whoops, sorry, i got to update this actually. Oh, so he took, so 7-9 and nine was Bear. 9-6 and six was Brandon. 7, or 7-8, seven and eight, I'm sorry, 7-8 and eight was Bear. 7-8 and eight was me. 9-6 and six was Brandon. Six and nine was Parrot, and seven and eight was Justin. I had a rough week last week. Yeah, you guys did. I mean, you guys took that shitty team. Yeah, it's always a mistake to take that one team, but I picked against them this week, and uh, hopefully I'm wrong. For your sake, I hope you're wrong too. So this is week, uh, what, five of the NFL already. So we've had 16, 32, 48, 63 games. Our records are current. You've played in 31 of them. You are 16 and 15 right now. Wow. I just uh, wanted to put this to you. Brandon is 42, 20, and 1. Wow. Brandon's killing it. Yeah, he's uh, three games ahead of me. He is crushing us and everything. So I'm going to actually right now live on the air send this to... Uh, our friend over there on the cruise ship. I hope he gets it. He has not looked at any of these messages yet, but he's got to make these picks. Um, yeah, hopefully he's uh, alive and well. Hopefully he's, he's uh, having some fun. I hope he is too. It uh, looked like from pictures I saw, it looked like he's uh, having a blast. Probably is having a blast. I will have a blast. I will have a blast. Er, so it should be interesting. Um, mm, gosh, I, dude, you're funny. It's gonna, it's gonna be an interesting week, to say the least. Yeah, no, uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, always excited for the weekend. You know, college football on Saturdays and NFL on Sundays, always good matchups. At least a few every week to look forward to. So uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully all goes good. Get some good picks in this week. How's uh, the pod doing on uh the league on? I don't have it. Oh, you don't. No, man. I, I could probably look it up while you talk about it, while you keep talking about it, just so I can pull it up. I can probably just see where we're at because I know I, I make the picks for – I put my dad's picks in for him. And, you know, we'll see what happens 
before everything, but he... Yeah, because you guys were, what, fourth or fifth? And there's, you guys were only a few games down, I remembered. Yep, pig skin, pick him. Pig skin, pick him. Pod dad, and make his picks for him. So, let's see the updated standings. Do we have it here? Updated standings. Over the line sports pod is our group. All right, in first, nothing but net. Lynette, 42. Ooh, killing it. Justin on the Twitter. And Eric Green at 40. Ex-wife, 39. She's right there, man. She is. Man, she had she had eight. She had the best week. Actually, Jeremy, Tecmo Bowl champs, had nine. But he's sitting back in eighth place. So ex-wife is in fourth by herself, 39. Eagle, underscore 45806US1 is at 38, along with OTL Sports Pod, and whole pack of Badgers. 37, Jeremy. 36, Pod Dad. And 36, this might be V. Elise, who came close to beating us last year. V. Elise. V. Elise. So, that's where we're at. So, you want to talk about uh, this movie you brought up, Draft Day, 2014 movie with Kevin Costner. Yeah, so Draft Day uh, goes over the day in the life of draft day and what goes on behind the scenes uh goes over the cleveland browns uh how they go through and uh have a pretty remarkable day to be honest started out giving away what three right three three first round draft picks to get the number one pick from what was it seattle in the movie and then turn around later and get the player Vontae Davis, their draft picks back, and another guy. Uh, it's remarkable what they they were able to do with that movie, and it just uh, shows all the work that it takes to you know get some of these trades done and how hectic that draft day can be on everybody. Yeah, because he he's what he's Sonny Weaver Jr. He's the GM. Yep, and he wants to. He has a seventh overall pick. To improve the team. Um, but he has other problems on his mind. He, he's got he's he got a secret girlfriend who's the salary cap analyst for yes. the team, right? And then he has She's his mom, pregnant. He has his mom down his back about um, spreading the ashes on the field for his dad. Right. They get into it. Dude, the budget of this movie was only $25 million and they it only made 29 and a half in the box office. Really? Right, that's surprising. You know, I figure figure that movie did pretty well. I mean, I've I've watched it multiple times. I thoroughly enjoy that movie. So they the Seahawks have the first overall pick, and they trade it. They offered to trade it to them, and then allow the Browns to get Bo Callahan, the quarterback, and he declines. But under orders from the the team's owner Anthony Molina to do something about it, he makes the deal. He was very reluctant about it. Uh, trading away the Browns' first-round draft picks for the next three years. That's so, huge. Yeah, so the unexpected opportunity to obtain Callahan excites the Browns fans but splits the team's front office and players. So trade went public after a tweet by Ohio State linebacker Vontae Mack. Remember that? I do. Because uh, uh, that, was, that was Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, because uh, Sonny called Vontae. No, Vontae called Sonny. And they had exchanged some words, and Vontae uh, yeah, said he told him, about Bo. And he said, rewatch his footage of him and Callahan playing each other. Yep, and you'll see uh, 
was about the after the like under pressure yeah because he said under pressure he struggles and he told him to do that and it also brings uh the browns investigations they investigated bo callahan and it kind of brings his how he is as a person into his character so to speak into kind of question and it was pretty interesting so yeah i mean it also kind of shows uh i mean you you're not going to get on a team solely based on your athletic ability. You can't be a bad, you know, bad person. They look, they look into that, you know. I mean, they want to see you're a good team player. They want to see that you're you follow. You know, you can work and do their system. You listen. They they look. It's just not about all being the best athlete all the time, you know. Right. So, um, the draft begins. They take Vontae Mack overall from Ohio State, right? And it shocked the rest of the league and disrupted plans. The owner got pissed and flew back to Cleveland, and he was going to fire Sonny, and the coach was pissed that he was going to resign. And then people started worrying about Callahan, and they avoided selecting him. Seahawks are still there to get him at number seven, but Sonny, sent, and Sonny, you know, uh, uh, Kevin Costner's character, saw an opportunity, and he told the Jacksonville Jaguars manager, convinced him to trade him their pick in sixth in exchange for Cleveland's second-round draft picks for the next three years. And then Sonny talked to Michaels in return for passing on Callahan. He demands his first-round picks back, along with punt returner David Putney, which was a big deal. Yep, David Putney. Yep, and because um, they wanted to get him. He's a good player. And remember, there, like Arian Foster was in this. You remember that? He was uh, Ray Jennings. Oh, yeah, he was. I, didn't, I forgot about that. Yeah, Josh Pence was Bo Callahan. You remember that. So the Seahawks sealed the deal and chose Callahan at the sixth pick, and with uh, he got a seventh pick back. Sonny appeases Penn and Molina by selecting skilled running back Ray Jennings of Florida State, which is Arian Foster. Yep. So they got Vontae Mack, they got Ray Jennings, and they got their first-round picks back for the next two years, and all they gave up was three second-round picks. Yeah, and I mean, from what started out disastrous, where the owner was about to come fire fire him for what he did he uh turned it around and he made he ended up getting the player he wanted all along in Vontae Mack and he still got a good running back because uh in the movie he uh talks to the current quarterback on the Browns and saying he's so much stronger and that's another reason why uh Sonny kind of pulled away and didn't feel right with Bo yeah because who was the quarterback oh, what was his name I honestly couldn't tell you you have it pulled up Brian Drew yeah Brian Drew right? yep that is right? Yep. Yeah, it was brand new. Okay. So that was – I liked the movie, and it kind of threw you off because I forgot how stuff happened. I don't know if you remember how that happened. Did you? <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it shows – Um, it showed to the scene uh, he was down in the locker room throwing all of his stuff into his a bag with the uh, weightlifter – weight trainer right there. Yeah. And Sonny came down, and uh, the trainer was talking him up and everything and uh, pretty much said uh, – if you're going to select Bo, trade me. And Sonny kind of, I mean, he kept him cool, and he said, don't know what we're doing yet, stayed there, and ended up working out for him. Right. But so, he was on his heels. I remember it showed him during the draft, him on his heels with his family watching the draft, trying to uh, get it all figured out. So I want to talk about uh, Chadwick, who's in the movie. We talked about that, who plays Vontae Mack. You know who he is, right? I do not. You don't know who he is? Well, I forget. At he's least. Black Panther. Oh, really? Vontae Mack? Yeah, he's Black Panther in the in the Avengers movies and Black Panther, everything else. I did not put those two together, but now I'm sure next time I see that, I will remember that. 
Yeah, it's uh, and he was good. You know, he was he was good in the movie. You had a lot of people in this movie that are very prominent: Dennis Leary, Jennifer Garner, um, Tom Welling, who was Brian Drew, Sam Elliott was uh, Coach Moore, Roseanne Arquette, Terry Crews, big big motherfucker. Terry Crews. Yeah, he's big. Uh, Arian Foster. You had uh, Sean P. Diddy Combs. Hmm. Roger Goodell was himself, John Gruden, Jim Brown, Bernie Kozar, Chris Berman, David Ramsey, Wade Williams, Rich Eisen, Ray Lewis. Only has a 59 on Rotten Tomatoes. See, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, is I don't I don't try to go off that usually. They're rotten. rotten. Some of those movies with really low scores on that ended up being really good in my opinion. So I try not to look at that too much, try not to judge it. Um but I, I thought it was a great movie. I enjoy it. Watched it multiple times. Right. Definitely watched it again. Well, um, would you? When did you see that movie? How many times have you said multiple times you watched it? Yeah, I mean, I, I know I've watched it on. I see. I know on the flight to Hawaii, I watched it on the way there and back. So that was twice. Uh, probably watched it three, four, or five times. I would say. That's not bad. The um, what? Uh, so we did draft day today. We did any given Sunday last week, right? We got to think about what we want to do next week. I don't quite know yet. Give me what are some ideas you got here? Let's do forty-two. I never seen it. We'll watch it. The Jackie Robinson movie. I've never seen it. Okay, well you can watch it. All right, fine. In the it's, heart it's, of baseball, it's a great scene. movie. Forty-two. Who's Jackie Robinson? The first African American. I'm just kidding. I okay. No, you knew, but I thought you wanted to explain myself. Well, anyway, I got a fun fact for everybody. Um, So, a Houston furniture store uh, owner put a three and a half million dollar bet on the Astros to win the World Series. Um, It's the largest uh, bet in the sport book. He placed it at uh, Scarlet Pro Casino in Biloxi, uh, which is in Mississippi. The Astros at plus 220 odds at a $3.5 million bet would pay $7.7 million if the Astros win. That's crazy. That would be a great day. be a great payday. So on this day, 1921, it's October 2nd, by the way, 1921, New York Yankees outfielder Babe Ruth hits then-record 59th home run in 7-6 win over former club the Boston Red Sox at Polo Grounds. 1947, Yankees catcher Yogi Berra hits the first pinch-hit home run in baseball World Series history in the seventh inning of a 9-8 loss to the Brooklyn Dodgers. In game three... 1974, future... Baseball Hall of Famer right fielder Hank Aaron hits his final home run as a member of the Atlanta Braves in a 13-0 drubbing of the Cincinnati Reds. Aaron's 733rd career home run on his last NL at bat. That's remarkable. That's an insane amount of home runs. Dusty Baker, remember him, hits his 30th home run of the season 1977 against the Astros. Um, and the Dodgers become the first team in MLB history to have four players hit 30 or more home runs. He had, Steve Garvey had 33, Reggie Smith 32, Ron K or Say had 30. 
boxing fight in 1980. 38-year-old Muhammad Ali comes out of a two-year retirement to challenge undefeated world heavyweight champion Larry Holmes at Caesars Palace. Uh, Ali pounded unmercifully for 10 rounds before corner through throw before the corner throws in towel. Crazy. Never seen never seen that. Probably should watch that. 1988, Mike Tyson wrecks furniture in his mansion in New Jersey during a domestic dispute. Not surprised he was an animal. He was. 1988, future world boxing heavyweight champion Lennox Lewis, representing Canada, wins super heavyweight gold medal at the Seoul Olympics, beats American Riddick Bowe by second round TKO. 1991, NHL number one draft pick Eric Lindros rejects Quebec Nordic's offer of a 10-year, $50 million contract. Back then, that was huge. Even now, that would be huge in hockey. Right. I mean... $50 $50 million is huge for anyone, you know. I mean, but back then, that's insane. That's an enormous amount of money. Right. And he, you know, he went on to play for the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Same day, 1991, Steffi Graf beat Magdalena Maliva of Bulgaria, 6-2, 6-2, in the Volkswagen Cup. 1994, legendary Miami coach Don Shula beats Cincinnati head coach and his son David in the first ever NFL meeting between father and son. Dolphins win 23-7. Not surprised the Bengals uh, never seem to pull any of these uh, important games out. Right. 1999, Boston's Ray Bork becomes highest goal-scoring defenseman in NHL history. 386 career goal in Bruins' 3-1 win versus Carolina Hurricanes moves him one ahead of Paul Coffey. 2001, Cubs right fielder Sammy Sosa becomes first player in MLB history to total 60 home runs in three seasons. Huh. Sammy Sosa. 2016, veteran broadcaster Vic Scully calls his final Dodgers game 7-1 loss to San Francisco after a record 67 Major League Baseball seasons. How incredible is that? Now that's that's absolutely insane. That's He loved his job. Now, you remember Steve Sable talking about birthdays? He's a guy that uh, founded uh, NFL Films. Remember all the NFL Films they used to have? Yeah, yeah. So he died uh, 69 or 70. He would have been 77 now. Uh, remember Canadian NFL quarterback Mark Rippian? Nope. Okay. His birthday. Happy birthday. Phil Kessel, 32 who was with the Penguins the last few years. He's no longer with the Penguins. Hmm, interesting. Not many birthdays. There's a lot of birthdays, but people that people wouldn't know. Not a very famous birthday day. No, let's, let's look on deaths on this day. Hmm, how about Steve Camacho, West Indian cricket batsman, author, administrator. Died at the age of? 69. Perfect. So, eh, I thought it was pretty fun. We had a good one. Yeah. Kept it short. I like it. Short and sweet. All right. And then um, also on this day, last but not least, 27 years ago to the day, the Mighty Ducks, not Anaheim, the Mighty Ducks, the kids, led by hotshot lawyer Gordon Bombay, won the state championship when Charlie Conway scored using the triple deke on a penalty shot. Greatest worst-to-first story of a generation. 
I have to watch that movie. You've never seen them? I have not. Any of them? No. D1, D2, D3? Never seen them. Damn, I man. I have to watch those. I got, a, I, got a, I got a lot of stuff to watch. You man. do have a lot of stuff to watch, my man. friend. I got to get going on that. Yes. Uh, man, that sucks. All right. You, I, I can't believe you haven't watched it. I don't, it caught me off guard. I'm like, what? How have you not watched this? I guess I, I, I got to get on that, man. <sighs> yes, you do, my friend. Looks like I'm, gonna, looks like I'm not sleeping. <laughs> Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing. First and primary sponsor of OTL Sports Podcast. Visit Brandon over there, allwork.com, uh, and he can help you out with your clothing needs. Thank you to Crandall Squatty Lawn Care. Call Sean, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding area. And not Nassau, Bahamas. Right? Yes, sir. Thank you to Tim at Verizon. Verizon is a true technology business partner, helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, they do not wait for the future. They build it. You're right. Thank you to Cassandra at PNC. Visit her at the White House branch or give her a call, 419-877-0634. She can help with all your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, personal banking. She's there to help. Thank you to Steve at Savage and Associates. They can help with financial advisory, with kind of medical advisory on who you can choose for Medicare, Medicare supplements, uh, other things, you know, Medicare coverage, healthcare.gov, how to use that, how to use the ACA. Check them out. Savage and Associates in, in Maumee. And last but not least, thank you to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. If you are introverted or even extroverted, make sure you get in touch with Connell. He can give you a consultation and help you out with your dating needs, get you a woman of your dreams. If you're struggling out there and you need some help finding a woman, be sure to get in touch with Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. we got to send this link to the peasant.